and KXPN Sports presents High School Basketball. Six-point lead. Amherst hustles it up the floor. Bergstrom with it. Loses his dribble. Gets it to Rohde. Tries to force it into Abbott. Tip picked up by Eckdown. He'll lay it up and in. Tonight, it's a four-carding conference doubleheader from Amherst as the Broncos battle the Elm Creek Buffaloes. High School Basketball is in Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Kicking up ahead here for Bauer. Trying to track it down is Whitney Bauer. Backdoor cut. It's open. They get it to Areda, and the shot's going to be up and in. Asia Areda benefits from a great pass. Both Elm Creek squads are coming off runner-up finishes in the four-county conference tournament, while Amherst is playing for the first time since the conference quarterfinals. It's the Buffaloes and Broncos coming up next, but first, the new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Amherst with ESPN Radio's Randy Bushcutter right after the tour with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And welcome back here to Amherst, our second game of the night here in the Fort Carney Conference Tournament. A couple of teams, well, know each other very well over the years and also know each other well from last week in the Conference Tournament a week ago. Elm Creek defeated Amherst by a final of 52-48. to That was out at Wilcox-Hildreth. Now they're in the Amherst home gym, and we'll see whether or not home cooking makes any difference here for the Broncos. Amherst comes in with a record of 13-6, and six, Elm Creek at 13-7. and seven. Both teams play a pretty tough schedule. Both teams really in that cluster of teams in the Fort County Conference. They really are good enough to make it to the state basketball tournament if things start heading in the right direction. And obviously, picking up some momentum against a, a good basketball team would certainly get them in that right direction. On the boys' side, they still have more action within the conference. They all have a game next Friday night uh, to contend with before they hit sub-districts the week after that. But again, it's that time of year. You want to get healthy. You want to get in rhythm. You want to build momentum. And you want to start making those plans of heading forward and getting to the state basketball tournament. And obviously, a win against one of your conference rivals would go a long way to getting in that direction. For Elm Creek, they want to keep building on the momentum they got in the conference tournament. Amen for that loss in the championship game. And obviously, if you're Amherst on your home floor, you want to avenge the loss in the conference tournament and start building momentum that way. You're listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show, proudly brought to you by Terry and Jason Stark of New Tech Seed. New Tech is your yield leader. Contact a New Tech Seed dealer near you for all your seed needs. Proud to support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and chemical. We'll step away for a moment, come back with the starters here in Amherst right after this. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. 
This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Foster Family Foods in Elm Creek. Foster's is your full-service grocery store. Shop Foster's Family Foods for the finest meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. At Foster's Family Foods in Elm Creek, your satisfaction is always our number one goal. Foster's Family Foods, the little store that's big on you. Best of luck to all the area athletes. The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment, and insurance services, and the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge, an equal housing lender, member FDIC. Time now for our starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll begin, first of all, for the visitors from Elm Creek. They, of course, will be in their road blue uniforms with the gold numbers, letters, and uh, trim. The, the, the letters are gold and a little bit of blue trim on there as well. Their starters will be Anthony Quintana, the 6'2 senior, who uh, averages 7.2 points and 5.1 rebounds per ball game. Carson McCarter is a 5'9 sophomore who averages 7.4 points and 3.3 rebounds. Jaden Ford, 5'7 senior, averages 16.3 points and 3.4 rebounds. Gage Claybaugh, a 6'1 sophomore, averages 11 points and 3 boards. Nate Fields, a senior at uh, 6'2, averages 4 points and 4 rebounds for head coach Tanner Cavani. And now for the uh, Amherst Broncos, their starters are Kalen Rohde, a 5'11 freshman who averages 5.6 points per ball game. Holden Eckhout, a 6'2 senior, averages 22.3 points. Dominic Esperson, a 5'11 sophomore, averages 6.7 points per ball game. Grant Bergstrom, a 6-foot tall senior, averages 1.7 points. And Dakota Abbott, a 6'4 senior, Averages 14.6 points for head coach Bill Giffen. And so there's your starting lineups. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll step away for a moment when we come back to tip here for the uh, Buffaloes and the Broncos here from Amherst right after this time out. This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Rusty's has been your fertilizer experts in Elm Creek for generations, and they're up to date on all the chemicals and fertilizers, so trust the experts at Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Tip is controlled here for the Broncos. The Broncos have it, work it around the perimeter, and they're going to throw it away. It's a turnover. Elm Creek here is on the run. They're going to be shut off, so well, that didn't last long as... 
They have an errant pass, and now Amherst has a ball right back. So we just swapped turnovers here in the early stages. Glad you could join us for what should be a great matchup here in boys' basketball. Entry pass inside, and leaning in here is going to be Abbott, and Abbott's going to be fouled. So he'll go to the free-throw line, and uh, we'll uh, step to the stripe. The foul is going to be on McCarter. That will be his first. And so to the free-throw line here will be Dakota Abbott. Abbott with the front end of two free throws. He makes that one. And our first point of the ball game belongs here to Dakota Abbott. And it's 1-0 Amherst with the lead. These two teams like to play up-tempo. They like to pressure the ball. And so this should be a, a lot of fun after a made basket. They put the press on here. Gage Claybaugh on that left side is going to dribble up. And he's going to be fouled by uh, Kalen Rohde. So Rody called for his first foul. So if you're not having number 10, you got one foul against you. And there's one team foul for each squad. So here is Ford. Ford will give it off on this right side for Fields. Around the perimeter we go. Driving the baseline is going to be Ford. Ford's going to kick top of the circle for Claybaugh. He'll shoot a three, and he hits the three. Gage Claybaugh will stroke in that three-pointer. That's a pretty good-looking start to the basketball game here. So on the bounce here is going to be Rody. Rody now will back out and to between the circles. Puts it on the high post here for Dakota Abbott. Handoff here for Rody. Rody gives it back out to Abbott. Abbott top of the circle here for Holden Eckout. Eckout has his pass picked away. Amherst turns it over. And on the run here is going to be Jaden Ford. Ford goes in hard. Can't come up with it. Rebound is going to be pulled down by Bergstrom. Bergstrom on the drive. He's going to slow it down. Entry pass down low here for Abbott. Abbott's shot won't fall. Rebounded by Ford and here come Elm Creek. They'll kick in the corner for McCarter. McCarter kicks out for Quintana. Right side to give it to Claybaugh. Claybaugh's three is going to be no good and Bergstrom will pull down the board. So back out here for Rody, And Rody is just going to hand the ball off here for Bergstrom. Bergstrom working against the pressure here by McCarter. Will now dribble to that left side. Pass is going to be knocked down momentarily by Claybaugh, but able to track it down here is going to be Asperson. Asperson gives it between the circles here for Rody. Rody throws it in the corner over there for Abbott. Abbott kicks out here for Bergstrom. Bergstrom fires the three. No good. Rebound tipped into the hands of Eckout. And Eckout, after that missed three-pointer, is able to get the offensive rebound and then the putback. So good work on the inside. The tip it to him, and that was done by Dakota Abbott. So here on the bounce is uh, going to be McCarter. And the pass on that left side. Going to set up another three-pointer here for Claybaugh. So Claybaugh will drain the three. So 6-4 to four is our score here. Now the pass on the right side is going to set up a three. And Rody will drain that one. So it's starting to open up here a little bit. Pass on that left side. Back out here for Ford. They had it in the corner over there for Fields, and now Ford's going to drive, and Ford all the way to the basket will score. He'll finish at the rack, so he'll hit the bucket. So here on the dribble here is going to be Esperson. Eckout, rather. And he'll get the ball down low. Good reverse layup there by Abbott. Dakota Abbott got that pass down low, did that reverse layup, used the uh, rim to protect him from having a shot block, and now the offensive end here is going to be Ford. Ford will give it to Quintana. And now the bounce pass on the right wing here for Claybaugh. 
Claybaugh going to drive, loses the ball. That's going to be a Elm Creek turnover and running are the Broncos. They'll get it up ahead, and it's going to be a layup for Esperson. Nice pass to set up Esperson. So after the Elm Creek turnover, turns into a bucket on the other end. 11-8, home team's got the lead here in Amherst. Elm Creek with the basketball. And they'll kick the ball here on the left side for Claybaugh. Claybaugh back out here for Fields. Over for Ford. Ford's going to shoot a three. Going to be a little bit too strong and rebounded by Eckout. So Eckout with the board. And on the bounce here is going to be Rody. Rody's going to drive. Flips it off the glass just a little bit too strong. But you may have heard the whistle. He'll be going to the free throw line. The foul is going to be on Jaden Ford. That's going to be his first foul of the game. So that could be a little issue on the leading scorer on the season here for Elm Creek. If you get him in a little foul trouble. Free throw is in and out and no good for Rody. So Kalen with three points here in the ball game. Three forty-six to go. Eleven to eight our score. And Amherst trying to add on to it. Can't they miss the free throw and pulling down the rebound is going to be Quintana. So Quintana with the board. We'll throw the ball up ahead, giving it out here for Claybaugh. Back to uh, Ford. Ford, hands off, cycling through here is going to be Trey Miner. Miner gave it away, gets it back right side, gives it to Ford. He's open for three. He'll shoot it. It goes up high, hits the rim twice. No good. And rebounded by Bergstrom. So Bergstrom with the board. And he'll bring in the offensive end. Loses the ball. It's on the ground. Bergstrom's able to pick it up. And he'll skip it on that right side, giving it to Esperson. Top of the circle for Rody. Rody had his pass tip, but he gets it right back. Enters it in the lane here for Dakota Abbott. He'll dribble out with it. Nearly lost the ball. Great harassment of the ball there. Rody penetrates. Kicks right side. Here's Eckow for three. No good. And pulling down the rebound is going to be Brummel. So Brummel's with the board for the Buffaloes. And they're going to kick here left wing, giving it to Claybaugh. Claybaugh back out the Ford. Now between the circles for Trey Miner. Back to Claybaugh. Claybaugh's picked up defensively by Rody. And now they'll get it on the baseline for Quintana. Quintana shot blocked by Eckout. That was clean as Eckout will pull it down after getting the block. And now they'll kick into the corner in transition. Esperson's three is going to be no good and rebounded by Claybaugh. So here comes Claybaugh for Elm Creek. 2.27 to go. Ford driving the baseline now. He'll put up the shot. He'll be fouled, and he'll go to the line. He drove in there with uh, three white jerseys in his way. But he drew the body contact against Holden Eckout and Holden Eckout, the leading scorer for Amherst on the season, will collect the foul. So Ford at the line to shoot a couple. He bends the knees, fires it up, and it is true. Ford a 53% free throw shooter. But every time he steps to the line, you just look at him and go, that looks like he's a whole lot better than that. And down the stretch, I would not mind at all, even though he's 53% seeing Ford at the line. He strokes in both free throws here. It's now 11 to 10. 2.22 to go. And slowing it down here a little bit is going to be Esperson. He brings it across the line. And now they get it on the high post in the lane here is going to be Eckout. And Eckout will square to the basket and hit a 15-foot jumper. So Amherst lead back out the three. They lead at 13 to 10. So pass on that right side, driving the baseline. Here is uh, going to be Trey Miner. A Miner is going to work it back around the perimeter. 
Top of the circle with the ball right now is going to be McCarter. McCarter's pass deflected, tipped around, and last touched by Grant Bergstrom. So last touched here by the Broncos. They nearly forced the turnover. Minute 45 to go here as Elm Creek will inbound on their own baseline, giving it to Nate Fields. They work around the perimeter here pretty quickly. Driving here is going to be Miner. He'll get the ball right side for Fields. Fields on the bounce, looking at a 2-3 zone, gives it to Ford. Ford well behind that three-point arc. Now we'll just hand the basketball off to Carson McCarter. Kick left side. Here's the three-pointer for Brummels. That's going to be no good. And rebounded by Ivy. And then the turnover. Long outlet pass. Elm Creek's going to turn the ball over. Uh, excuse me, that uh, they're going to force the turnover. Amherst turned the ball over. And they're going to shoot the three-pointer. It will not fall here for Miner. And the rebound is picked up by Ford. So Ford has it. Ford will elevate, and he'll score a two from the top of the circle there. That makes it now a one-point ball game. We're inside of a minute. On the bounce here is Bergstrom. Bergstrom throws it down low. Squaring up is going to be Eckhout. Eckhout leans in, gets it over the front of the rim. It falls, and he's going to get himself to the free throw line. Holding Eckhout just so strong going up, and he'll have the and-one opportunity here as the foul is going to be called here on Jerry Brummels. That'll be his first of the ball game. So Eckhout for the and one here. He's already got six points in the game. 48.9 to go here in the first quarter. Second free throw is up and good. Nice shot there by Holden Eckhout. Pass up ahead here for Ford. He'll bring it across the timeline. Dribbles behind his back. Waits for all that traffic to clear, and now they're going to set up something. With 40 seconds left, I don't know if it's in Elm Creek really to look for the last shot. That's not really their style. Quintana works it back around the perimeter. They give it out here for Miner, and Miner getting started. Took an extra step. Elm Creek will turn it over, and now Amherst with a 16-12 lead will have 31.5 seconds to do something with it. Lathan Jonak going to check into the ball game here for Elm Creek, and uh, so is Nate Fields again. He'll come in for Ford, try to protect Ford so he doesn't get in foul trouble. And the ball's inbounded here. Kalen Rohde gives it the heck out back to Rohde. Rohde's going to walk it up court, bring it across the timeline now with 23 to go. On the bounce, Rohde gives it off on the right side here for Jared Ivey. In the lane here for Noah Fader. Fader back out to Ivey. Ivey. Penetrates, kicks back out here for Trevor Lockhorn, and then they'll kick it back out again for Ivy. Ivy will shoot the three. That's going to be no good. Rebounded by Quintana. Four seconds left. Quintana penetrates, kicks right side. Here's an open three, and Claybaugh hits the three at the buzzer. Gage Claybaugh with the three to beat the horn, and Amherst's lead is cut down to one. It's 16 to 15 as we head to the second quarter right after this timeout. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game.
Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Our broadcast booth brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road here in Amherst, bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing's on the road, bring your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. It is Elm Creek Basketball trailing in here 16-15 to start the second quarter. They get it through Ford on that right side. They work around the perimeter. Quintana now has it. Base and man the man. They'll get it out here for Ford. Nope, they're back into a zone here, kind of a 1-2-2 zone. And with not much movement, I thought it was a man-to-man. Pass here on the left wing, giving it to Jonak. He'll kick top of the circle here for McCarter. Back in the corner for Ford. He'll shoot a three, no good. Offensive board, McCarter. McCarter shot's no good. Tipped by Quintana. That one is good. So Quintana makes the putback. McCarter couldn't. And uh, a good opportunity there for Elm Creek, and they go back on top here. Kick into the corner for Bergstrom. Has a shot blocked. Rebounded by Claybaugh. Up ahead to Quintana, who had the block. And we'll work it back around their perimeter here. Good work there by Quintana with the defensive rebound. And now Ford will set up shop here. They'll give it to Quintana, who will throw it on that right side. Bouncing with the basketball is going to be Claybaugh. Kick out that left wing. And McCarter, good. He hits the three-pointer. Carson McCarter for three. And now Creek's lead is up to four. They pressure the basketball, and Dakota Abbott will dribble it across the timeline. Kalen Rohde looks to the inside. Abbott wants it. They'll get it down low for Eckhout. Eckhout with a great pivot will take it off the glass and score. He had that uh, defender in his back pocket pivoted nicely. Now penetration here by Ford. He'll wrap it around, give it to Quintana. Back to Ford. He'll drive the baseline. Ford takes it off glass. No good. Quintana with the tip. No good. Rebound by Rohde, and we'll bring it up ahead here. They kick it down low, and on the run, jumper's good for Bergstrom. They beat the press there as they get it out to Bergstrom. So running after the miss is Amherst, and we tie things up at 20. Right wing with it is Jaden Ford. Ford will give it now top of the circle. Now right side McCarter, who has a hot hand, shoots another three. That one won't fall, and a rebound here to the Broncos. Snagging it down is going to be Bergstrom. Bergstrom still has the dribble, and he'll throw it here on the right side for Rohde. Rohde for three. Off the heel, no good. It's going to go out of bounds, and the basketball will go out to Elm Creek. A little side out here. Trey Miner and Nate Fields checking back in here for the Buffaloes. Elm Creek and Amherst are tied here at 20. We're here at the home of the Broncos. A little bit more noise, a little bit more energy here for the uh, boys game than it was the girls game. Girls game was actually relatively close. But again, a lead most of the way for Elm Creek, and it just took all the air out of the building. Quintana will set a screen as they kick it here left side for Ford, and we're going to call a foul. And the foul is going to be on 32 for Elm Creek. That'll be on Nate Fields. So he'll commit the foul, and we'll turn the ball over. But Elm Creek will go full court pressure here. And the ball inbounded. For Rody. Rody will get the ball over for Bergstrom. Bergstrom is across the timeline. 
McCarter will pressure him. They'll put it on the high post here for Noah Fader. Fader kicks in the corner for Esperson. Esperson's three is going to be no good. Offensive board, and the bucket's going to be good here for Holden Eckout. So Eckout with the uh, rebound. And now on the offensive end comes Elm Creek. They get it over there for Jaden Ford. Ford between the circles for Miner. Miner gives right wing here for McCarter. Skip pass, a dangerous pass, and it's intercepted. Elm Creek with the turnover. Dribbling up ahead here will be uh, Bergstrom, and Bergstrom's pass going to be deflected and knocked out of bounds. Good hustle on that backside by Carson McCarter stepping through that passing lane. The ball's going to stay here with the Broncos, but without some good hustle there. That might have been a pretty good look on the inside. Bergstrom is going to inbound it. He tosses for Fader between the circles. Right wing, they give it for Esperson. Back to Fader, who enters it on a low block here for Abbott. Good ball movement. That's going to set up a 15-foot jumper that's uh, off the mark here for Esperson, but an offensive board. Rebound is good here for Lockhorn. I said Lockhorn. I meant to say Dakota Abbott. Abbott with the made putback, and the lead now is four here for Amherst. So Ford has it on that left side, being pressured a little bit by Esperson. Gives it to McCarter. Now right side, Clayball has it. Down to field, and they try to get it back out. Elm Creek turns it over. Running here is going to be Eckout. Eckout drives all the way in too strong. Offensive tip, good. Running the floor is going to be Noah Fader, and Fader with the putback. So Clayball on the offensive end. Six straight points here for Amherst after we were tied at 20. Drive in the lane. Elevation is going to be good from 15 feet by McCarter. So McCarter will answer back here for Elm Creek. Cuts that lead down to four. And Bergstrom will face some pressure by McCarter. We'll throw it up ahead here to Dakota Abbott. He'll throw right side. And Fader hits a three. Noah Fader with the uh, three-point bucket. His first three of the game. He's got five. And now backing up is going to be Ford. Ford will kick left side. There's a three in the corner for Miner. That's no good. And then a foul on the rebound. Eckhout pulled down the board. And there's going to be a foul. So holding Eckhout with the defensive rebound. Elm Creek misses the three. And then trying to get the ball back is going to be Bergstrom. And uh, not Bergstrom, rather, but Fields. And Fields will pick up his second foul of the ball game. Wrong 32. It's Bergstrom that helps bring the ball up court here for Amherst. Bergstrom now has it on that right side. They leave him open. He'll shoot a three. That's going to be no good. Hits the ground, and Ford is going to pick up the board. So Ford with the rebound. He'll bring it up ahead here for Elm Creek. They get it right side for Claybaugh. Back to Ford, top of the circle. Ford looking, and now he'll get the ball back out here for Trey Miner. Miner hands off for Claybaugh. Claybaugh's going to drive, and Gage Claybaugh will elevate and score. Gage Claybaugh with the bucket. And just like that, Trevor Lockhorn now has it in the offensive end. Again, Amherst waits no time getting up court. Does not want Elm Creek to be able to set up that full-court pressure. Entry pass can be tipped, but Rody picks it back up here. He's got between the circles and gives it to Bergstrom. Bergstrom on the bounce, working against Ford. Kicks here left side for Fader. Fader on that baseline, will elevate, shot off the rim, no good. Offensive rebound, coming up with it there is going to be uh, uh, Abbott. Abbott gives it off, drive, and what a scoop here by Grant Bergstrom. Bergstrom with the bucket. Great work there as they keep the ball alive. 
Kick into the corner here for uh, Elm Creek. We're going to have a little hand check foul called on Amherst. That foul will be on Trevor Lockhorn, his first. Minute 55 to go here in a very entertaining first half. It's a seven-point lead for Amherst, and they are going to call the timeout. They lead it 31-24. This timeout brought to you by ENT Positions at Kearney. We'll return to Amherst right after this. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Well, up in Pleasanton, the Bulldogs have a 31-30 lead over Loomis over on Classic Hits 98.9 FM. A reminder that the internet streaming of all of our high school games on the Platte River Radio Group of Stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance in Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and in Lincoln. Amherst calls the timeout with a 31-24 lead, and they'll uh, Elm Creek will inbound the basketball, work it back around the perimeter here, fields, We'll give it top of the circle. On the bounce is going to be McCarter. They give it out for Ford. Ford now has it. 1-3-1 one, one zone right now here for the Broncos. Top of that zone here is going to be Eckhout as they bounce it right wing here for McCarter. McCarter gives it to Quintana in the corner. And they're going to throw it clear to the other side for Claybaugh. He'll shoot a three and hit a three. That is a long skip pass to set up Claybaugh for the three. And I have him with 14 points here in the ball game. Eckhout. We'll throw the ball out over here for Rody. Rody in the offensive end. They're looking inside. Get it in the lane here for Fader. Fader steps through. And what a great first step to set up Noah Fader. And Fader's going to kiss it off the glass. Six-point Amherst lead. Again, the 1-3-1 zone here as uh, dribbling here is going to be Ford. They work around the perimeter. Fields gives it away. McCarter now has it on that left side. They'll throw it in the corner for Quintana. Ford wants it. Ford gets it. Ford shoots a three. And off the iron, no good. Offensive board for Claybaugh. Gets it to the free throw line for Fields. Field shot's going to be no good. And rebounded by Amherst. Dakota Abbott with the defensive board after they had a couple of good looks at it. And then in transition, Amherst can't hit the shot. So coming up with that is uh, going to be McCarter. McCarter will throw it right side, three-pointer. Good for Claybaugh. Claybaugh feeling that hot hand. He's got 17 in the game. Cuts the lead down to three with 23 seconds to go. We're late in the second, and a walk. Ford pressuring the basketball, forces an Amherst turnover. And time here for the Buffaloes to tie it. Checking back in is going to be Bergstrom and uh, Esperson. So a couple of starters back out here for Amherst. Elm Creek's going to inbound on that far sideline with 18.8 to go here in the second quarter. 33-30 33-30 is our score, and the ball is going to be inbounded for McCarter. McCarter will give it to Ford. Ford with 14 to go. Ford on the bounce. Ford off the screen, has it top of the circle. Still has the dribble. Ford's going to back up, shoot a three, and it's going to be a little bit too uh, far to the left. Offensive board. Another offensive board after the miss, and a rebound by Eckout at the buzzer, and that will do it. So a couple of great opportunities in underneath for Quintana, but Quintana could not get the putback after the missed three, so we head to the locker room with our score 
Elm Creek trailing here in Amherst, 33-30. to We'll take a break, be back with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, and we'll talk with Coach Ford of the Elm Creek Girls when we come back right after this. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Rusty's has been your fertilizer experts in Elm Creek for generations, and they're up to date on all the chemicals and fertilizers, so trust the experts at Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek. And back here for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. We're at halftime here as the Amherst boys lead Elm Creek by a score of 33-30. to 30. Earlier today, the Elm Creek girls uh, picked up a, a, a nice win here at Amherst by a final of 54 to 45 kind enough to join us to talk about it. mike ford head basketball coach here for the uh, lady buffaloes and your first question for me was how many threes did allison bauer hit it was six she was hot early and had a very solid effort the rest of the night no she's she's a kid like you said uh, uh she doesn't take very many bad shots and and the shots that she does put up they, they have a chance to go in every single time so uh, the production you get out of her is, is something that's very consistent and uh, just good basketball. And, and it seemed like they really were concentrating her on the outside. She still got some looks in that second half, but then, since they were playing her so far out, she did a nice job driving with the basketball as well. When we when we get her to uh, understand that uh, she just needs to make as many great decisions as possible, if they're giving her the curl or giving her the drive, that's what she has to do. She can pull up from, from 15 just the same as she can hit from 19. So, um, again, just a, a great shooter, and, and her decision-making is getting better and better all the time. And I know that they weren't competing to see who was the leading scorer, but there was a stretch in the fourth quarter where, you know, Allison was the leading scorer, and then Claire was the leading scorer, and it went back and forth. And Claire finished. I had her with nine rebounds, which is kind of unusual. She doesn't have at least a double-double, but uh, she had 20 points on the night, and she does it the way she does it. Yeah. No, she, she found some buckets in transition. She found some... Uh, some jumpers but uh um she got some work done in the inside we knew they were going to probably place a little bit of zone um you know i always ask them to, to rebound harder but uh um no nah, she gave a great effort plays great defense and and uh, had some easy buckets in transition again always take my stats with a grain of salt but i had you guys shooting 45 percent in the first half you guys just got in a rhythm and stayed in that rhythm the whole half you know there we, we got out to a good start hit a shot had a couple steals pro- <laughs> Could have been could have been up by by ten right off the bat, and we just fumbled the ball a couple on those on those transitions on steals. But uh, 
Um, no, when when you're uh, when you're playing some good defense and you're you're getting the easy shots, you're going to shoot a good percentage. Talk with Mike Ford, head girls basketball coach for Elm Creek. It, it it was somewhat of an odd game because you got ahead by about twelve. You know, got it up to like sixteen a couple times, and then it it shrank down to about eight, and it just kind of stayed in that area uh, all night for uh, for you guys. And and it was just one of those games where it it just didn't feel like you could throw them. You, that you could get rid of them, that you no, could shake them. It, uh, it it was just one of those games where uh, they had some kids that came out of the woodwork, and and uh, they uh, I saw them a little bit in the JV game, and and then they step into this varsity game and just hit shots. I mean, just flat out hit shots. I I think I, I don't know how many sh- uh, three pointers there were on the night, but I I I heard somebody throw around the number seventeen or nineteen, and so um, you know every time we got it by sixteen or nineteen or whatever um you know they would go bang bang on on uh, two nice three pointers and and we're right back down to where we started at the, at the beginning of the third quarter so um no they just wouldn't go away and you know they're a good team they're young they, they look like they started a bunch of juniors and freshmen so they're going to be a team that's going to make some noise i think next year in the conference yeah it's bad news for you that uh, sydney province who finished with 18 points hit six three pointers yeah. she's only a freshman yep. so you got you got to put up with that for the next few years yeah, that's not gonna long. be easy uh let's talk a little bit about what's coming up this this next week mm-hmm. because now that, that re- this wraps up the regular season sure. now it's uh, it's winter go home from here on out you have to play a, a bunny bracket game and you don't want to look past twin loop but you're no. going to be a, a big favorite come monday against them no they're they're a team uh looking at them a little bit on film they're a team that just does stuff right um um, and and that those are the teams that are that are really really dangerous. You, they they get a couple steals, they get, get a couple shots. Um, they're they're always athletic. So uh, it's a game where we're going to have to come out Monday uh, focused and, and just kind of locked and ready for for postseason. But uh, no, we're going to have to do stuff right against Twin Loop for sure. And, and I don't want to talk about Pleasanton per se, who would be the next round if you get past uh, your your game Monday night, but. Just in general, what a tough district, uh, yeah. sub-district, you know, and we, we talked about this a couple of times already. Sure. No, it's it's one of those things where uh, um, y- y- you hate to see uh, a sub-district that's as loaded as ours. There's going to be uh, one and, and possibly two teams that stay home that are, are pretty competitive teams, but, uh, you know, there's there's usually one one district or sub-district out east that, that deals with this every year, whether it be BDS and Friend and Meridian. So it's, uh, it's one of those where... Uh, uh, we just had very competitive basketball in our area, and and uh, um, that's even with Burwell slipping up to C2. They're they're a team that uh, didn't lose a whole lot off a off a really uh, good year last year, so um, they could have stayed D1 and and made it even worse. But no, it's it's going to be fun, uh, high level basketball, and and uh, I think that uh, whoever gets through our, our sub district, they're going to represent uh, our area really well. All right. Hey, good luck to you. Hey, thanks, Randy. Thanks, Mike Ford, head basketball coach here for the uh, uh, Elm Creek girls who won it here in Amherst by a final of 54-45. to 45. Here at halftime, the Amherst boys have a 33-30 lead. We'll take a quick break, take a look at our halftime numbers on the boys' side right after this. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. 
connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Rusty's has been your fertilizer experts in Elm Creek for generations, and they're up to date on all the chemicals and fertilizers, so trust the experts at Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek. And welcome back here. We're at halftime, 33-30. Amherst with the lead at home here over Elm Creek. Checking the numbers for the Buffaloes. They're being led by Gage Claybaugh, an official with 17 points, one rebound. Jaden Ford with six points, three rebounds. Carson McCarter with five points, two rebounds. Anthony Quintana has two points and five boards. Unofficially, 11-28 shooting for 39%. They're 6 of 16 from three-point range, so 37.5% there. Perfect Two for two from the re- uh, from the uh, free throw line. Twelve rebounds and five turnovers here in the first half for the uh, Elm Creek Buffaloes, who trail at 33-30 to 30 at intermission. Meanwhile, for Amherst, one player in double figures so far for them, and that's holding the neck out, 11 points, five boards. Noah Fader with seven points, one rebound. Dakota Abbott has six points, three rebounds. Grant Bergson with four points, four rebounds. Uh, Kaylin Rohde with three points, one rebound, and Dominic Esperson with a couple of points as well. 14 to 28 shooting for 50%, 2 of 10 from three-point range for 20%, and 3 of 5 from the free-throw line. 15 rebounds but only three turnovers so far here in the basketball game. Again, your halftime score, 33 to 30. Amherst with lead and the basketball as we're all set and ready to start the uh, second half here. And the ball in the hands of of the Broncos, and they'll get the ball here on the right side for Esperson. Esperson gets it in the lane. little ball fake for Rohde, and Rohde will kiss it off the glass, and he'll score. Nice work there for uh, Rohde to come up with the first points of the second half. So Amherst scores their first possession. We'll see what McCarter and the crew can do here for Elm Creek. The Quintana will give it right side there for McCarter. Gives it back around here for Fields. Fields. Over to McCarter on that right side. Can't shoot over the top of uh, Dakota Abbott. And so they'll give it to Ford. Ford's going to drive. Off the iron, no good. Rebound by Fields. Fields with a nice offensive board. And he'll get the ball in for McCarter. And McCarter will elevate and score. So Carson McCarter will get it after Fields pulls down that defensive rebound. Offensive rebound, rather. So here comes Rohde in the offensive end. Enters it in for Eckout. Back out to Rohde. He'll fire a three and hit the three. Kalen Rohde with the three-pointer. Nice in-out game there between Eckout and Rohde. So Ford has it now on that left side. Six-point lead again here for Amherst. And a 3-2 zone here as they get the ball right side for Quintana. Quintana gave it away. Gets it back on that right wing. Can't shoot over the top of Abbott. And they'll get it on the baseline. Dribbling through the pressure there is going to be Fields, who gives it to McCarter. Over to Ford now. Ford's going to drive. Great bounce pass on the drive. Bucket and foul. Good pass there by Ford to get that on the bounce right into the hands of Field. And Field will get the easy bucket there. And he'll be fouled for an and-one opportunity. That'll be the second foul of the game here on Dakota Abbott. So here's Fields at the line. 
And his free throw is up and good. So that makes it now 38-35. to 35. And across the timeline will be Esperson. He'll give it to Eckhout. Gives it to Rohde. Rohde's been kind of star here in the second half. He'll shoot on the baseline. That shot's going to be no good. Rebounded by Ford. And here come the Buffaloes. They're going to be slowed down with a little trap. And Ford's handling that with not much difficulty. And he'll get it out right side for Claybaugh. Claybaugh in the corner. Gives it for Fields. And a nice cut here. They give it to McCarter. Fields with a great pass to McCarter. And McCarter has got that cut that lead down to one. Nice bucket by Carson McCarter. It's 38-37. First two minutes of the second half have really belonged here to Elm Creek. Hold the neck out. On the dribble here. Well, initially, Amherst pushed that lead out to six. Now on the baseline driving is Bergstrom. Bergstrom lost a little control, so he'll dribble all the way through. They put it in the hands of Abbott. Abbott will kick out here for Eckhout. They get it right side and wide open for three is going to be Esperson. Can't get the shot to fall, and it's going to be rebounded here by... uh, Elm Creek, and then they turn it over. Driving back here is Rohde, and I think Rohde got away with a walk. Shot's going to be no good. Rebounded by McCarter. So McCarter in the offensive end. He's going to kick left side for Quintana. Quintana drives the baseline, kisses it off the glass, and in. And Elm Creek back on top here. 39-38, to go here in the third quarter. Fast tempo for both of these two squads. Eckhout will slow it down a little bit. Going to be picked up as right now Elm Creek is man-to-man. They'll give it here right side for Bergstrom. They enter it down low for Eckhout, and Eckhout will kiss it off the glass. Good entry pass for Holden Eckhout, and he kept the defender in his back pocket and was able to shoot over his shoulder, essentially, and get that lead back here for the Broncos. Right side, open is McCarter. He'll shoot a three, no good. Rebound taken out by Rohde. Rohde. We'll give it up ahead on the attack. Here's Esperson, and Esperson runs into the defender. That's going to be a charge. Fields got there first, and they're going to call the uh, little push there. It's a charge, however you want to say it. Dominic Esperson called for the foul. And it's 40-39. Good work there by Fields getting down low, and again, they don't have that restricted area. That would have been not a uh, that would have been a block in the college game. But he was there and he was set. That's the rule in high school level. On the bounce here is Ford. Ford works around the perimeter for Claybaugh. Right side, Quintana has it. Quintana's had a relatively quiet basketball game. He'll get it out here left side for Claybaugh. Claybaugh made a lot of noise in that first half. As he's got 17 in the game. Now back left side for Claybaugh. In the lane here for Brummels. Jerry Brummels kicks it out for Ford. Ford elevates. Shot's going to be a little bit short. And rebound taken out by Bergstrom. So Bergstrom with the board here, and Amherst is on the run. He's still dribbling. He'll kick it out for Eckhout. Eckhout shot going to be blocked by Quintana and out of bounds. So Amherst will try the three, but Quintana says, not now, not here. Entry pass in for Eckhout. Eckhout shoots over the top of Quintana, and that's a good answer here for Holden Eckhout as he gets the bucket. And a timeout being taken. Timeout being taken here. 3.48 to go in the third quarter being taken here by Elm Creek. They trail it 42-39. 3.48 to go. This timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. Back to Amherst right after this. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? 
with their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See CappaGrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Well, the pace of this game has been very, very good and very entertaining. We anticipated that. That's why we're streaming it here on our network of stations. We thought this would be a pretty good basketball game. Internet streaming of all of our high school games on Platte River Radio Group of Stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. They had a good matchup in the conference tournament, won by Elm Creek. And now here at Amherst, the Broncos have the lead by three. Right side with the basketball is going to be McCarter. McCarter gives left side here for Ford. Ford for three in the tie, no good. Rebound tip, and coming up with it is going to be McCarter. Good work keeping that one alive on the inside there by Quintana. Now the kick out right side three-pointer for McCarter is going to be no good, and the rebound is going to be uh, pulled out by Bergstrom. Bergstrom gives it up ahead. What a great pass for Fant. Fant outruns, Fader rather, outruns everybody, and he gets the bucket. Noah Fader on the attack. Now Clayball will drive. Kicks it to Brummels on the baseline. And he'll throw it in the lane. It's going to be knocked away. Good hands there by the Broncos. Esperson swatted away. But Ford will inbound here for Elm Creek. Every time Buffaloes have come back, there's been a little mini run by the Broncos to push that lead back out to five. They've led most of the game, but it's been within five. No team has had a larger lead than that, I don't believe. With it is Quintana working around for Brummels. He'll give it left side for Miner. Trey Miner will cycle through after giving it to Claybaugh, and Claybaugh going to be fouled with a little reach here by Amherst. That'll be on uh, Porter Pearson. Broncos will go pretty deep. They'll play some of these guys just maybe two or three minutes, but that way they can play with a lot of energy. The ball is inbounded here for Miner. Miner is going to work around the perimeter. They give it to Brummels. Now left side here for Ford. Ford gives right side for Quintana. Back to Ford. And Ford will dribble between the circles. In fact, he's in the center jump circle right now with the dribble. He still has it going with that left hand. And now he'll skip it on the right side, giving it off there for Miner. Miner gives it top of the circle. Three-pointer. Good! Gage Claybaugh caught it in rhythm and drains the three. He's got 20 in the game. 44-42, up by a bucket. Amherst will get the ball between the circles here for Bergstrom. Now right side for Fader. Fader will drive. Fader will spin. Fader will be fouled by Quintana. So he'll shoot two. And again, Noah Fader looks like one of those guys that uh, at 6'4", that's just going to post up or whatever. But he say the three-pointer. He's had a spin move. Here he misses the free throw after the foul on Quintana. But he'll have one more free throw coming up. So he's got nine in the game. And his second free throw rolls around and is no good. He missed both of them. Rebounded by Brummels. So Jerry Brummels with the board here. And the Buffaloes will bring it up ahead. Ford on the bounce. Claybaugh to his right, but he'll pass it left side here for Miner. And then they'll give it to Ford. Ford, a little pump fake, got the defender in the air, leans into Fader, and now Fader will commit the foul, sending Ford to the line. And Ford, 53% free throw shooter, but I think that percentage is good and better. 
as he hits the free throw here. So now Ford with uh, seven points in the ballgame. McCarter's got nine. Claybaugh with 20. And the second free throw, good for Ford. So Ford hits both free throws, and the pass is up ahead here for Fader. Fader's in the offensive end. He'll give right wing here for Pearson. Porter will give it on that left side for Grant Bergstrom. At the free throw line for Fader, he'll shoot it from 15, and he'll make it from there. Good stroke there by Noah Fader. As Fader averages about eight points per ball game, but he's ahead of that now. He's got 11 in the game. Left side, minor. Pass is going to be deflected, but they're able to get it to McCarter. McCarter stops at the elbow, and now they'll give it to Ford on that right wing. Ford, being a defense there by Bergstrom, will be double teamed. He'll kick the ball back out, and they're going to say that an extra step by Trey Miner gets started. So Elm Creek will lose possession of the basketball with a minute nine to go here in the third quarter. Amherst 46, Elm Creek 44. And they're anticipating pressure, but only token pressure coming up here for Elm Creek. So they get it up court to the uh, Broncos. They get it out here for Colin, for uh, Grant Bergstrom. Bergstrom's pass can be deflected on that left side and out of bounds by Claybaugh. So it'll be Pearson who will throw it in on that sideline. And they'll get it for Bergstrom. Right side for Eckhout. He'll shoot a three. The lefty's three goes up high after hitting the rim and then will fall true. Good shooter's touch for a good shooter. Hold an Eckhout. And now 43 to go here in the third quarter. Around the perimeter we go. Claybaugh will bounce it to Ford, top of the circle. He'll dribble. Look at this zone. Back out. Give it now right wing for Jonak. Lathan Jonak gives left wing for McCarter. McCarter skips it on the right side for Ford. 25 to go in the quarter. And he'll dribble to the center jump circle here. Still has the dribble going with 18 to go. Still near midcourt. Going to milk the clock and get things started here in just a little bit. Looks like a 2-3 zone and a timeout being taken by Coach Cavani with 11.2 to go. It's 49-44, a five-point lead for the Broncos, and Elm Creek will inbound it with 11.2 to go in the third when we return to Amherst right after this timeout. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment, and insurance services, and the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge, an equal housing lender, member FDIC. Well, Loomis outscoring Pleasanton in Pleasanton 21-9 in the fourth quarter to win it, 51-40 over on Classic Hits 98-9. Here at Elm Creek, inbounds near midcourt. They only got 11 seconds left. With it is going to be McCarter. McCarter's pass right side is coming loose. Picked up here by Amherst. They turn it over. Four seconds left. Eckout kicks right side. Open is Esperson. Jumper at the buzzer. No good. So the turnover for Elm Creek is not cashed in by Amherst. They had a pretty good look at it. So we head to the fourth quarter, and right now, a five-point lead for the hometown Amherst Broncos. 49-44. They've got the lead. We'll start the fourth quarter right after this. 
This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Foster Family Foods in Elm Creek. Foster's is your full-service grocery store. Shop Foster's Family Foods for the finest meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. At Foster's Family Foods in Elm Creek, your satisfaction is always our number one goal. Foster's Family Foods, the little store that's big on you. Best of luck to all the area athletes. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. Well, again, Riley Thompson out with an injured knee for the rest of the season. You hate to see that for a senior, but he's been gone for a while. Both squads, other than that, have been getting better and healthier. That is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back in the game of life, two locations in Kearney. Elm Creek down by five, has the basketball to start the fourth quarter. 49-44 is our score here in Amherst. Driving is going to be Ford. He's stopping the lane, kick out for Quintana. Quintana will help work the ball back around. And now the handoff here for Ford. Ford splits the defense, has a shot blocked, and coming up with it is going to be Fader. So Fader with the uh, block after the miss, and he also comes up with the rebound. So now Porter Pearson has it. Now working at top of the circle. Asperson will enter it inside for Fader. He'll drive. He missed it. Ford pulls down the board. So here comes Elm Creek. And they need to find some magic here. They're down by five, but plenty of time here. 7.15 to go. Seems like every time they fall behind by about five, they take the lead, and then then it's time for the Broncos to answer back. Left side, McCarter. McCarter's going to drive, working against the uh, taller Fader. He'll draw the contact by Fader, and that'll be a foul. So Fader will pick up his second foul of the game. And to the uh, free throw line will be Karsten McCarter. McCarter, a 60% free throw shooter. And he hits the back of the heel here. So score remains 49 44, 7.02 to go. So second free throw by McCarter is up and good. And now Karsten has 10 points in the ballgame. Clayball leads away with 20. Ford has eight. Up ahead, they give it to Fader. And they'll get it in the lane here for. Uh, Eckout. Eckout was fouled as soon as he got the ball caught, so that won't be a shot here. The foul is going to be on Quintana, and for Quintana, that will be his second. And that will be only the second of the second half here for Elm Creek. The inbound in the lane, lobbed up for Fader. Fader's jumper is going to be no good. Fader fights to get the rebound. He'll penetrate, kick out for Eckout. Eckout for three, no good. And rebound going to be taken out by Claybaugh, and we're going to have a foul as they throw the ball up ahead here. The foul is going to be called here on Dominic Esperson. That will be six here in the second half against Amherst. McCarter throws the ball down low and a foul immediately. Quintana got it, pivoted, shot, and he's hit on the arm. And that will be on it's got to be 54 not 45 yeah that's Noah Fader 
That's going to be his third. And so Quintana will go line to shoot a couple. The first one's up and good. Quintana now with five points in the game. A 48% free throw shooter. Who averages about seven per contest, but he had a, a nice run at the Bureau Event Center in the conference semifinals and finals. He makes the free throw here. And Quintana's second free throw is up and good. He makes both of them. So inbounded here for Roby as we've got a two-point ball game, 49-47. Amherst has led most of the night. But again, Elm Creek has kept this within striking distance all night long. Pearson will lob it on that left side for Eckhout. Eckhout, great drive. And he'll take care of business himself, kissing it off the glass. He made that happen all by himself, driving and getting around that defense. That was good work. McCarter will kick it here on the right side for Quintana. Skip pass in the left side for Fields. Back out for Ford now. Looking at a 2-3 zone. Ford will give it to Fields. Fields not going to shoot the three. The off the screen will give it left side. McCarter will shoot it. Good look at it. It's in and out, no good. And rebound is taken out by Fader. So Fader with the board after the missed three. But that was a good look on that trip there by the Buffaloes. And a timeout, no, a whistle. The foul is going to be in underneath. That'll be a hold here on Elm Creek. That's going to be his third on Nate Fields. And three as a team here in the second half. Rody will inbound for Eckhout. He gives it around the perimeter here for Trevor Lockhorn. And Lockhorn walked with it. And he had a little pump fake. Wasn't sure what to do with the ball. And he's going to turn it over. So 5.39 to go in a tight basketball game. Four-point lead. For Amherst. Basketball in the hands here of the Buffaloes, trailing at 51 47. Quintana will give it to Ford. Ford's going to direct traffic. Cycling through is going to be McCarter, but they work around the perimeter. They get it on the baseline for Quintana. Quintana back out for Ford on that right wing. Actually, be their, their left wing, and the pass is going to be deflected. Elm Creek's going to turn it over. Broncos start the run, but slowing it down is going to be Pearson. Pearson's going to kick in the corner for Lockhorn. Lockhorn tries to throw it on the inside, hits the rim, and Eckhout comes up with it. Eckhout will drive, misses the shot, rebounded on the runner of the Buffaloes, and a foul on the attack. Karsten McCarter got the outlet pass up ahead after the ball was rebounded in underneath by Claybaugh. Claybaugh pulled down the board and then threw it up quickly, and McCarter trying to outrun everybody, but there was plenty of uh, Broncos back there. The foul is going to be whistled on uh, on Rody. That's going to be his second. Free throw is up and uh, good here for McCarter. So that will make it now 51-48, and he hits the second one as well. So McCarter now with a dozen, and the lead is two with five to play. Pearson across the timeline, giving it for Kalen Rody. Rody's going to be picked up by Ford, so he'll give it left side for Pearson. Back to Rody as they just play catch from the uh, right wing to the left. Now left side, Pearson. Entry pass knocked loose, but picking it up is Lockhorn. Great hustle there by Trevor Lockhorn to keep it alive. And he'll give it off to one of the guards. They kick right side here for Rody. Rody's going to shoot the three. No good. Eck out with the rebound and the bucket. They missed the three, but Holden Eckhout's there to take care of business with his 22nd point of the game after his seventh rebound. So on the right side here is going to be Gage Claybaugh. Skip left side for McCarter. McCarter 
Top of the circle, they give it for Fields. Fields has it with 4.10 to go, 53-49. Ford now has it. Ford drives, shoots at the top of Eckhout, and he'll hit the bucket and a timeout being taken here by Elm Creek. 4.02 to go, fourth quarter, 53-51. to go here in Amherst. Our timeout brought to you by ENT Positions at Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. We'll return here to Amherst right after this timeout. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Well, feed the hot hands. If you're Amherst, that would be hold the neck out with 22 and Noah Fader with 11. And if you're Elm Creek, that would be Gage Claybaugh, who has 20 points here in the ball game. And after that, uh, uh, next leading scorer is Jaden is uh, Carson McCarter with 12. Ford has 10. Feed the hot hands. Our seeds of success brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weegis or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer. Science with service, delivering success. Ball being inbounded by uh, Amherst, and they'll lob it up ahead here for Noah Fader. Fader will throw it back to Rody. Rody brings it across the timeline, and Elm Creek looking to trap the basketball here as they give it off here for Rody. And Ford trying to steal it. Rody has it. He'll throw the ball here on the right side for Bergstrom. Nearly stolen away by Ford there. Rody now left side. He'll be picked up there by Claybaugh, and they get it down low for Eckhout. And Eckhout, excuse me, it was uh, inside for Lockhorn, and Lockhorn is able to muscle that one up and in. So a good bucket there by, uh, by uh, Lockhorn. They have similar haircuts, and I couldn't see him because the defense was tight enough on him. Claybaugh will work the ball out here for McCarter, giving it left side for Ford. Ford, top of the circle, works back around the perimeter. Jerry Brummels has it. Brummel's off the screen, gets it to Ford. Ford will drive. Nope, he'll kick right side here instead for Brummel's, and they'll give it top of the circle for Claybaugh. Back to Ford. He'll shoot a three and hit the three. Jaden Ford with the three-pointer to make it 55-54. Down by one, Elm Creek will pressure the ball some more. In the offensive end is Eckout. Eckout had no problem with the press. They'll give it to Rody. Rody gave it away, gets it back right now. Eckhout wants it down low, but Brummel's staying right on him, so they can't give it to him. They work top of the circle, and now they get it at the uh, elbow here for Lockhorn. Lockhorn kicks out for Eckhout. Eckhout's three is short. Ford on the bound. Ford on the run. And Ford's going to slow it down a little bit. He's going to be picked up here as he gets to the elbow, and he'll throw it right wing for Claybaugh. Back to Ford, top of the circle. Another three. That one's short, rolling around. And pulled down by Lockhorn. And the outlet pass is going to be kicked. So it will stay with Amherst. Trevor Lockhorn with a defensive rebound. That was a good look. Shot in rhythm there by Jaden Ford, even though he missed it. It had a shot initially, and then as it rolled around the rim. And now Rody will inbound it, facing full court pressure and a timeout being taken by Coach Giffen. Bill wasn't optimistic about them even inbounding the basketball here with 2.20 to go. So they'll call the timeout. 
We'll take the timeout as well. 55-54, 220 to go. Amherst with the lead in the ball. We come back after this. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Well, this game's been as entertaining as we thought it would be. It's uh, a one-point game here, 55-54. Amherst has a lead. They can run the baseline if they need here, need it to here. They have three timeouts left. Elm Creek still has two timeouts left with 2.20 to go. Ball is inbounded for Bergstrom. Bergstrom across the timeline with the dribble, and he'll use up that dribble, give it to Rody. Rody has it near the spiking line in the offensive end, and will throw the ball on the left side here for Esperson. Back around the perimeter we go. Bergstrom has it. Left wing over for Rody. Entry pass inside. Back and in is going to be Fader. Fader shot. No good. Fader fighting for the rebound. Can't come up with it. It's going to be pulled out by Claybaugh. So here comes Elm Creek down by one. They'll drive and lose the basketball. Elm Creek turns it over. Up ahead they give it to Rody. Rody kicks left side. Eck out for three. No good. Rebound tipped. Quintana is able to pull it down. So here comes Elm Creek on the other end. And they'll slow it down just a little bit. They give it to Claybaugh. And back out here for Ford. Minute and a half to go. Each possession so precious. And now Elm Creek is going to collect themselves and take a look at seeing what's available to them. Bounce pass between the circles now for McCarter. He'll get left side to Quintana. Quintana throws it out for Ford. Ford has it. Ford will drive. Ford will kick it out to Quintana. Quintana in rhythm, a three. Too strong. Rebound to Brummels, and Brummels will get the bucket. Brummels with the putback in underneath, and that will put Elm Creek back on top with a minute to go. They lead by one with one to play, 56-55. And the noise being made by Elm Creek right now. Left wing, it's going to be uh, Bergstrom. They work it down low, driving his Eckhout. Eckhout kisses off the glass, and they go back on top. 57-56. Big bucket there by Eckhout and a timeout for Elm Creek. Tanner Cavani calls it with 38.6 to go. 57-56. Amherst with the lead at home. This timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. Back to Amherst right after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. And welcome back here. Let's give you a little bit of a game reset. There's 38.6 to go here in the game, a 57-56 lead for Amherst. Amherst has committed eight fouls, so Elm Creek is in the one-and-one. Elm Creek has some fouls to give. That may be a good thing. It might be a bad thing, depending on what happens here on the offensive end. They can commit some fouls and take some time off the clock. They've committed only three, so they have three more fouls to give. But if they want to send Amherst to the line for a one-and-one, they got a lot of fouls to give. But let's find out what happens here. This is a crucial possession here for Elm Creek. 
Jaden Ford is going to inbound the basketball. He gives it to McCarter, who gives it to Bromos. Bromos passes deflected. It's loose. It's on the ground. Eckhout is able to knock the ball back over for Bergstrom. Bergstrom in the offensive end. Gives it to Esperson, and Esperson's going to be fouled. 26.1 to go. The Elm Creek fans want a travel call there. I think it's a good no call. They have to commit the foul. The foul buzzed by McCarter. That's going to be his second. And a timeout being taken here by the Broncos. They want to talk strategy. Two more fouls to give here for Elm Creek. 57-56. They trail it with 26.1 to go. How will Amherst play it after this timeout? Brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. It's never too late for Endzone to increase your nitrogen efficiency this year. Endzone is designed to manage your nitrogen no matter what time you decide to apply your fertilizer. With Endzone's wide application window, you can even add Endzone at side dress time. Anytime you're going to apply nitrogen to your crops, you need to add Endzone. Talk to your local fertilizer and chemical dealer. Ask them to add Endzone to your fertilizer. If they don't handle Endzone Synergizer NutriPack, visit MidNebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com. Well, that turnover moments ago was huge in this basketball game because if Elm Creek had scored, then they could commit fouls to take time off the clock, kind of burn that time. Well, unfortunately, now they have to commit fouls, and they want to send Amherst to the free throw line for a one-and-one potentially. So now they've got to force either a, a, a turnover or commit some quick fouls, and that time now is going to start eroding against them. The ball's inbounded here for Kalen Rohde. And we'll see whether or not how aggressive they are. They lob it for Eckhout. Eckhout with a great catch. Wow! And then Eckhout will kiss it in off the glass. Great job. What a great catch. And now a three-pointer in transition. Three, no good. Rebounded by Quintana. Out to McCarter. Over for Ford. Another three. That one's no good. Rebounded by Amherst. And a foul. Holding Eckhout with the defensive rebound. A couple of three-pointers shot there by Ford. A good offensive rebound by Quintana in the middle there. But they missed it. It would have tied things up. And now with 7.4 to go, a timeout being taken by Amherst. They've got a full timeout. We'll take the timeout as well. Brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. 7.4 to go. Amherst up by three. Inbounds the ball when we return right after this. The Midwinter Cabin Fever Reliever is coming February 10th. It's the 11th Annual Heartland Hoops Classic. Brought to you by Protein Design and Dinsdale Automotive. Highlighted by the primetime contest between Oak Hill Academy and Sunrise Christian Academy, two nationally recognized programs. By day-long admissions at one low price from Ticketmaster. The Heartland Hoops Classic, February 10th. Order them online now at Ticketmaster. 59-56, to go here. And again, Elk Creek has committed five team fouls. If they can't get the steal, you got to get a quick foul. And again, if you can't get the steal, then you got to get another quick foul. So the time coming up short here for Elm Creek. On the baseline, Kalen Rohde to inbound here for Amherst. And they'll throw it. And it's going to be a foul on the inbounds by Quintana. The Elm Creek faithful are, are upset, but that call benefits them if they didn't get the steal you got to commit the foul and 
shut off the clock. But that is going to be the fourth here on Quintana. And now if you commit a foul on the inbounds, if you don't make the steal, you at least set up a one-and-one and and a chance. And all alone is Eckhout. Eckhout gets the layup. They lost track of holding Eckhout. He gets the layup. And now a three in transition. They don't even get it off in time. It's too late. They kick it up to Claybaugh, who hit it, but after the buzzer. They lost track of holding Eckhout. Eckhout hit the last two field goals of the game. One on a brilliant catch on an inbound, and the other, when he V-cut it, lost the defender and had the layup. So Amherst is going to hold on here. Your final, 61-54. The Broncos win on their home floor over Elm Creek. We'll step away for a moment when we come back. The New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery postgame show coming up right after this. As a business owner, a concern during the winter is an icy parking lot. What product should you apply? Where do you get it? How do you know what product works best for company needs? Hi, this is Monty from NSG Transport. NSG is a bulk transport company with ice control products for any size of business, including one-ton totes, pallets of bags, and bulk salt. Keep your employees and customers safe this winter with ice control from NSG Transport based in Gothenburg, Nebraska. Visit NSGCO.com. That's NSG Transport at NSGCO.com. Buzz's Marie wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Everyone looks forward to being on the water, so whenever you set aside a time for boating, family and friends will be there. So this year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marie, the best dealer between Denver and Omaha. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Buzz's Marie, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. Time did Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of Railroad on first on the bricks downtown. Carney for a free estimate. And welcome back here to uh, Amherst. A uh, great doubleheader here. The Broncos win the boys' basketball game by a final of 61 to 56 earlier today. It was Elm Creek on the road, winning here in Amherst 54 to 45. This is the New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. And uh, again, uh, Amherst holding on for dear life. They they got two late buckets from Brayden Eckhout, Holden Eckhout, rather, and Holden finished with 28 points in the ball game. And boy, big gun comes up big down the stretch. He made a great catch on an inbounds pass that was a little bit short. He was able to reach around the defender, grab the ball, catch it, and then after he caught it, he was able to lay it off the glass. And then a little V-cut set him up wide open for an inbounds late in the game where he just goes in for the layup. And Amherst is able to hold on here by a final of uh, 61-56. to Let's take a look at the uh, numbers. We'll begin, first of all, for Elm Creek. 
They had a solid effort from a trio of players with double figures. Gage Claybaugh led the way with 20 points and four rebounds. Jaden Ford with 13 points and seven boards. Karsten McCarter with a dozen points and four rebounds. Anthony Quintana with six points, seven rebounds. Nate Fields had three points and a rebound. Jerry Bummels with a huge putback uh, during the comeback in the fourth quarter. He finished with two points and three rebounds. Unofficially, Elm Creek was 19 of 47 shooting, so they shot well, 40.4% here in the game. They were 8 of 26 from three-point range, so 30.8% there, and very good from the free-throw line. They were 10 of 19 from the line, and they had 26 rebounds here in the game, and not a bad turnover number here. They finished with uh, 10 rebounds, uh, excuse me, 10 turnovers here in the ball game. but again, they do fall on the road here in Amherst by a final of 61 to uh, 56. Now, as we said, a huge night tonight for the uh, Amherst senior, Holden Eckout. He finished with 28 points and eight rebounds. Noah Fader off the bench had a big game as well. He finished with 11 points and four rebounds. Kalen Rohde, eight points, two boards. Dakota Abbott with six points and three rebounds. Grant Bergstrom with four points and six rebounds. Dominic Esperson had a couple of points in the game. Trevor Lockhorn with two points and two rebounds. Again, our final score in this one, 61 to 56. We'll take a quick break. Hopefully I have a chance to talk with both coaches, but we'll talk with Bill Giffen, head basketball coach here for Amherst, when we return with more of the New West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show right after this timeout. At Aurora Cooperative, we know that service matters, and that is why our fuel propane and lubricant salespeople and drivers take great pride in delivering the best overall customer experience to you. Our sales and service employees care about what they do, and more importantly, how they provide that service to you, because that is what matters. So whether you're in town, at the pump, or on the farm, Aurora Cooperative's full-service energy team is ready to meet all of your fuel, propane, and bulk oil needs. Contact us today so that you can experience how Aurora Cooperative's sales and service energy team is different. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center special in you. Welcome back here to Amherst. Broncos with a uh, nice win here at home, 61 to 56 over Elm Creek to avenge the loss in the conference quarterfinals. And Bill Giffen, head basketball coach for the Broncos, joining us. How important was it to avenge that loss? Well, you guys are heading down that final stretch of the of the game of well, the season. Just like I said, it's final stretch. We need to get something go- rolling here, and so it was very important. To, you know, we got one more game left to regular season, and it's very important to start here and, and, and get a good win. And if you want a good win, uh, you might as well have your best basketball player make some big plays for you down the stretch. You certainly got that from holding the neck out all night, but really some huge plays down the stretch. Yeah, that that was key. You know, you make plays at the end, and, and, and uh, the good ones make, do, you know, make the plays, and that's what we needed. And, and, and you know, we're, we're much better with him. Uh, that's that's pretty much a foolish you know statement as far as as uh, no doubt in that. But uh, you know with with him in there we're a different team. Absolutely, uh, that that catch you made on the inbounds uh, that that put you back on top when you had fallen behind, where he basically caught it behind the defender. That was an, an that was an incredible catch. And then after that, 
he still has to figure a way to finish, and he was able to do it. Yeah, he can contort. I mean, he, he he's strong enough, and he's athletic enough to make those kind of plays, and, and we're sure glad he's out there. And, uh, again, he was able to kind of lull them into a false sense of security, and a perfect timing with that V cut, caught and cut just as that inbounds, that last bucket, that really iced the game for you. Yeah, you know, we were debating whether to call a timeout and, and call some fancy play, but, you know, in the end, you know, you execute and you, you go off, you know, what the defense gives you, and they sure did that. Yeah, and it, it just, it, to me, it was a high basketball IQ play. Right, right. And, and again, this is a team that, that can shoot the ball pretty well. You never really could get rid of these guys, but you always consistently, whenever they made a little run at you, you were able to get a little run and get back ahead by, you know, that five- or six-point cushion that you had most of the night. Yeah, it was it was a little bit back and forth, and, you know, they're a darn good team. And, you know, Claybaugh was, was hitting pretty good in the first half. And we, we finally were – our communication improved in the second half dramatically, so we, we knew where he was at. I mean, he had, what, 15, 17 or whatever in the 17 in the first half. Yeah. So, so, you know, 17 out of the 30. So you got to know where he's at. We did, we did a lot better at that. And, and you got a great production, too, from uh, Noah Fader coming in off the bench. Yes, and he's been playing better. You know, he's had, had some struggles, but he's he's a good attitude kid and probably gets a little bit down on himself too much. You kind of pick him up, but, but he made some plays. Made some plays, and, and he's got to feel good about that. Well, you kind of talked about uh, him picking up. Uh, I think that the mood of this basketball team certainly picks up as as you got another great opportunity because you play uh, Wilcox Hildreth next week, yes. a win against them, and now you are talking about having some momentum heading to sub Yeah, and you want to be playing your best at this this time of the year. We we you know, we struggled with with some guys filling new roles and, and young guys, you know, trying to get them up and going and, and, and such, and then the injury deal and all that. You know, it's just it's just one of those deals. Like I kept telling the kids, you know, there's one team each year that kind of comes from the from the deep weeds and, and, and does something, and, and it's usually one that's kind of had some injuries and some of the misfortunes we've had and a tough schedule, and, and you should be ready. So that it might as well be us. Well, I don't think of you and the success that this program's had in the last few weeks as being one of those deep weeds kinds of teams. <laughs> that experience has got to be helping you down the stretch here too. Yeah, yeah, you know, it, it should. You should have some confidence, and that's 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 the big thing. You know, something like a, a win like tonight should give us some confidence. We can win a tough game, I guess, a quality opponent, and, and uh, so we'll take that forward. You know, we had we had really good practices this week. And I, you know, before we lost Elm Creek, I said you do not want to lose this game. There's a lot of practices that you'd rather be playing. You know, games, especially in the event center. And you know, when you lose that, that's you know, you you look at the mood of the of the team, and they really had good practices. You know, we worked on a lot of fundamental basics that uh, that uh, you know kind of showed in our, our last loss. So we weren't doing right, and, and the kids responded, so I took them off hat off to them. Well, you have a long week of practice coming up here. It's it's scheduled. It's not uh, you know one of those things like yeah. you had last week. What are some things that you still kind of feel like you want to work on before you head into your last regular season game against Wilcox Hilder and heading into subject? Well, it's just really working on the basics, you know, the the passing game and such, and and you know limiting our turnovers by by uh, you know doing the right thing by seeing the court and. And, and all those things and the footwork that you use and working on the old jump stop you know some of those we had to travel there you know a couple of times there where it just wasn't you know good footwork so so you can always work on that and, and you know and, and kind of refining our defensive game and and such so uh, that we kind of bounce around different different uh, looks on that and so that takes a little time to 
to get that going. And so it's just there's always stuff to work on. Well, there always is. But your pace was pretty good today, and you kind of mentioned turnovers. Uh, I had you guys with only five turnovers the entire basketball game, facing a good defense. You have to be happy with that. That's, I'm extremely happy with that. You know, that's uh, <clears throat> that's what we worked on. You know, we just didn't didn't need to to make, especially those unforced turnovers. You know, and uh, we didn't need to make those. And you cut those down. If we go out there and turn the ball over 15, 20 times, what's the, what's the score of this game? Yeah. You know, we're not we're not feeling so good about ourselves. So yeah. So that that helped. The week's practice sure helped. All right. Hey, Bill. Congratulations. Nice win. Well, thank you. Randy. Appreciate it. All right, Bill Giffen, head basketball coach here for Amherst. The Broncos win it on their home floor, 61 to 56. They improve the record now to 14 and six on the year. They'll uh, host Wilcox Hildreth a week from tonight. Elm Creek will hit the road. I'm sorry, they Elm Creek will also be on their home floor next Friday night. They'll host uh, Elwood uh, Friday night. They fall now to 13 and eight on the year. We're going to step away for a moment. Hopefully, have a chance to talk with uh, Coach Cavani. Uh, but uh, one last break here, and then we'll wrap up our New West New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post game show right after this timeout. Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And welcome back here to Amherst. we got a great day of athletics scheduled for you tomorrow here on ESPN Radio and also on Classic Hits 98.9 FM as we will have every single game of the Heartland Hoops Classic for you tomorrow. Also tomorrow on Classic Hits 98.9 FM uh, will be the uh, D3 District Wrestling Final, and that should begin around 2 o'clock or so. Doug will have the call for you uh, in the uh, D3 District Wrestling Final in the middle of the afternoon tomorrow. That's why we kind of have a split schedule between ESPN Radio and on KKPR for the Heartland Hoops Classic. It begins tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. I won't give you the ratings, but I'll tell you every single team is rated with the exception of Class A Omaha South, and they are perennial uh, Class A power. But uh, every team's rated. What a what a lineup that they've got this year at the Heartland Hoops Classic. Begins at 9 o'clock in the morning. A little breakfast and basketball between South Loop and UTAN. That'll be followed by St. Cecilia and O'Neill. O'Neill number one in Class 
61 against number three, C2 St. Cecilia. That will be followed on ESPN Radio at 12.30 when Omaha South takes on York. And then also on ESPN Radio, Gretna will be taking on the number one team in Class C2, Ponca. And then that will be followed by Grand Island Central Catholic and Winnebago, a top five Class C1 matchup there. At the conclusion of uh, that game, uh, we'll be joining uh, KKPR. KKPR will be joining that game in progress at the conclusion of the District uh, D3 Wrestling Final. And then at 545, back on the FM on Classic Hits 98.9, a uh, top two matchup. The top two teams in Class B, Scott and Aurora, will get together at 545. And then, depending on what rating service you want to use for the entire United States for high school basketball, a two-versus-four matchup, maybe a two-versus-seven matchup. But, wow, what the premier high school game, perhaps ever, played in the Cornhusker State will have number two, Oak Hill Academy, taking on number four, Sunrise Christian Academy at 7.30 in prime time over on Classic Hits 98.9. And then we'll have a top 10 matchup in Class B at 9.15 to wrap up the day between Platteview and Crete. That's the Heartland Hoops Classic. And in the middle of the day, we'll also have the District Wrestling Final over on KKPR. So you'll have three games on ESPN Radio, and you'll have five games over on Classic Hits 98.9 FM all eight games of the Heartland Hoops Classic exclusively on Platte River Radio tomorrow. Well, we're hoping to have a chance to talk with uh, Coach Cavani. Have not had a scene, have not seen him come out of the locker room. Doesn't mean he didn't come out. Just haven't seen him. So we're going to wrap things up here. Amherst with a 61-56 win at home over Elm Creek. Next up for the Buffaloes, Elwood in Elm Creek on Friday. Amherst will host Wilcox Hildreth next Friday. And both Elm Creek and Amherst girls will have the head the sub district action on Monday. Elm Creek won the girls game here 54 to 45. I'm Randy Bushcutter for Engineer Spencer Shield back in the studios. I want to say thanks for joining us. Good night, everybody. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.